Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Good morning, everybody. We're going to be taking quite a big pivot from this bit of the conversation um, because I have something that 
I um, feel deeply about, and that is that we should not be hustle and grinding 24 seven only on our business. And I thought we should when back in the day, I would grow up in a house with my mom was stayed home. My dad worked for the government and he was in the army. And the only way he brought in extra money was to bring in do side hustle jobs. So he worked more, it equaled more money. And that's what I thought too, until a long time of burning myself out, um, ending up in the hospital after my first book was published because I had such severe pneumonia. And then one night with my daughters, putting them to bed, God spoke to me as I asked, I just said, God, can you freeze time for a minute? I don't want to miss them growing up. And he spoke back to me and said, I don't need to freeze time. You just need to be more present. And it was in that moment that I knew I needed to change things. And I'm so grateful. We talked about a lot of pivots this morning, a lot of pivots, a lot of moments that showed us how we should be doing things or how we could be doing things. And sometimes the detour comes up in front of us just so we will take another path. And I believe that to be true. And in that moment, I had to find a way to achieve the impact I wanted in the world, the income I wanted for my family without working all of the time. And so today we're going to talk about how you can do that. And I'm going to pull from some of the things that have come out this week. I guess I have been running a challenge. Uh, Mary Lynn mentioned it. It's a 10 extra followers challenge. We have 3,000 awesome humans inside this challenge. It's been amazing. And um, it's not too late for you to jump in. As soon as you get in, you can access all the previous days. And then we ended with an incredibly epic event on Monday, which is our um, fast growth workshop. And we brought in leaders to share strategies they use to scale their business quickly. And you're going to hear from some people you know, like Justin Konikow is speaking at it. Barbara Majeski is speaking at it. And then maybe some people in my space you may have heard of. Uh, Ryan Levesque, Rich Sheffrin, Lisa Sasevich, Barry Baumgartner, um, Sabrina and Tristan Truscott. Those are just a few of the people. Roger Wakefield. These are just a few of the people who are speaking at that event. So that workshop's included. It's all free. I would love to see you there. Click the link at the top of the page and you can join us for the free challenge and the uh, workshop and um, it all ends now. So if you're not in, we don't do replays and it's over. Okay, so I want to share with you some things that have come from this week. Now, I the first thing came from the first day of the challenge where we were talking about our value. And it was interesting because I had someone raise her hand and share that she... Um, she had been in a bunch of coaching programs and hadn't had a great experience. And she saw other people there who also didn't have a great experience and they didn't have a lot of money. And she didn't like the fact that people were um, spending money on programs that they didn't have the resources for. And there were so many lessons that came out of this one conversation that I think is really important and a lot of us could benefit from. So I'm going to share them with you. Um, but if you haven't yet, would you mind doing me a favor and going to that little share button at the bottom of the screen and go ahead and just go ahead and share it. And what I'd love for you to share is something like um, join me now or KWP is about to drop some fire or you don't want to miss this conversation or KWP is up. Um, that would be good too. So I'm going to just put one real quick thing there. Join us uh, this morning. Great. Okay. Awesome. So, um, Super interesting. So here I am saying you should charge more money. And she gets on and says she doesn't want to charge money. 
because she's seen people in groups spending money who shouldn't be spending the money. Okay, so let's break this down because I'm sure being in a room of impact makers, you may have had the same thought. There's a few things to there. Okay, number one, I also used to think, I remember being in an event and I saw somebody who was a very charismatic speaker get most of the room to run to the front of the room and it felt very um, manipulative, trickery. I did not like it. I actually left the room when that speaker was on because I felt like if I stayed in the room, I was endorsing that speaker and I couldn't take it. Like it was really bothersome. And I thought, how could they sell things to people who can't afford it? And I actually had a mentor that had me look at that thought because back in the day, was struggling when I had to hawk my engagement ring in order to make payroll the way I got out of it was I joined a coaching program if you had looked at my bank account you would have said I wasn't qualified to be there you would have told me I wasn't allowed to join if you looked at my credit score you would have said there's no way you should be investing in yourself right now So I am grateful that no one disqualified me from investing in a program because of my financial standing. And how dare we do that? We shouldn't be deciding whether or not somebody is qualified financially to have the offer presented to them. Now, if it's going to, you know, I I will say this, and this came up during the week, if it's going to take the roof off of your head or food off of your table, if you are food scarce or... Um, housing scares, do not invest in something like that. But if it's going to put your feet to the fire, that you've got to move really quickly because the ROI is imperative by you continuing to move forward, then absolutely you should do the thing. And how dare we to make a decision on who gets to hear our offer? It changed my perspective in that forever. But I also think that that's not why we charge a little. It's because we want to go for a market that has no money because I don't think that's the right way to go. I absolutely think you should go to a market. I think you should charge the most in your marketplace. Why? Think about it this way. If you went out to dinner and there was lobster on the menu, you're in a new town and you go out to dinner and there's lobster on the menu. And the lobster on the menu in this new restaurant in this new town is $7. It's the $7 lobster. How many of you would feel comfortable ordering the lobster if it was $7. You want to mute your mic? What do you think? Would you want to order the $7 I'd lobster? I'd be scared. I'd be scared. Nope. 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 <laughs> Something is wrong right? with it. Right. Something is wrong with it. How many of you are the $7 lobster? Maybe it was a lobster yeah. roll, Kim, that was really small. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the thing. We think it could be a delicious lobster. Delicious. Amazing. But the chef may have thought, the restaurant owner may have thought, you know what? I have to compete with the restaurant down the street. Their lobster is $47. So I'm going to make mine $7 so I could stand out in the marketplace. But we have no idea um anything about it other than the price means it's not valuable it's scary and i shouldn't be consuming it 
And that's what you're doing when you underprice yourself in the marketplace. You become the $7 lobster, no matter how delicious your offer is, how amazing it is, how you crafted it, how you put time into it. When you underprice yourself in the marketplace, people assume you are not worth anything. They should not go there. They should not do that. You have no idea the number of people you could serve if you would just raise your prices. And oftentimes when we won't, it's not about our target market. It's not about, we think we justify it by saying that's how we're going to serve others is by keeping our price really low. But no, 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 that's really about our ego because we want people to like us. We want to feel comfortable saying the price. And when we do that, we are not serving our market because people will not be attracted to us because they do not see the value in it. And it was amazing because I'm having this talk and then, which I firmly believe in. In fact, when I when I um, doubled my prices, we three xed our conversion rate. Doubled my prices, three x my conversion rate. People see more value if you value your offer more. So I'm sharing this, and I'm in the event. And oh, by the way, it doesn't mean that I don't serve people in a meaningful way. We have a scholarship and. Each um, each spring and each fall, we put out our scholarship application and people can apply and we will gift our services. Now, they still have to pay something because you have to pay to pay attention. But we gave out this spring to um, Sandy Austin and Bionic. It's an incredible nonprofit that prevents bullying. She was scholarshiped our coaching program. She pays $99 a month for something that everyone else pays $14.97 for. So you could still do great things. I used to, back in my agency, if there was a small restaurant or retailer who couldn't afford my marketing agency services, each year we would give out five grants. Restaurants could pay $250 a month, and for five restaurants, we would do their marketing. And so you could do a grant, you can do a scholarship, but I don't want you to use your business to donate your time. I want you to get enough revenue that you could become the number one donor to the nonprofit who's already serving the market you want to serve. Don't use your business to do that. Use your funds to do that. Fuel them, okay? So here we are in the event, and um, somebody comes on. We did a Q&A on the first day, and it was interesting in this moment that um, I didn't know what was about to happen. And so this woman raises her hand, and it's on Zoom. Our VIPs are on Zoom with me, and they can ask questions live. And she asks a question, and... She says, she goes right after the woman who says we shouldn't charge, you know, very much. And we had that dialogue and she said, yeah, she goes, I lost my money because I was in a coaching program. We've spent all our money on coaching. Our house just got foreclosed on. We don't have, you know, a car. I can't get anywhere. And, um, and I just, I looked at her and you're going to be in these moments. Like if you put your, if you put your line in the sand saying you should charge more, you should never discount. You should focus on your target market. You'll be called out on it. Like, do you really feel this way? Like, when when your feet are to the fire, do you really feel this way? So here I am publicly with someone questioning, you know, telling me that she had was in this situation. What am I going to do? And in front of everybody, I had something that I needed to do, which was to honor her, serve her with love, but also tell her that we're not the right match which is what I did. I said, listen, in all transparency, you're not the right fit for this challenge. You're not the right fit 
for the offer. You're not the right fit for our coaching. And that's okay. Right now, you are food scarce. You are shelter scarce. You, we need to solve that problem for you first. So you shouldn't be coaching anybody right now. This is not in the right space. I, I, would, I think it's not the right time, but you could support other coaches. And then I gave her some advice of how she could jump on Upwork and how she could put up a listing and how she could start getting money from um, doing virtual services to support other coaches. And that's how she could have the impact in the world. And it was one of these moments that I just connected with her and I just offered her advice and told her she wasn't the right fit, but just loved on her. And then I prayed for her before she left. And I just let everybody in the challenge know if you don't pray like I pray or you don't pray at all, that's okay. I love you just the same. But right now I feel called to pray for her. And I did. And it was one of these moments that we got off this coaching uh, the first day and it was two hours long of live coaching. And I don't, you, you know, I think in the challenge, you go like an hour, it was two hours, but I just let it sit. And I was exhausted and I was worried and I was upset. And I, I'll be honest, I was a little ego focused in that I was worried. Did I attract the right people to this challenge? We've spent a lot of money as we always do on ads. And this year, we I've spent $35,000 on ads as part of our challenge to fill it. And I thought, did I just make an investment that I'll never get back? And I, I went from faith to fear. It can happen. We can do it. It can all happen to all of us. It's why fear is mentioned so much in the Bible. God understands that. But I felt like such deep fear for I made a big mistake because I... I had served so hard, but I didn't sell and I was worried and I was a bit ashamed of being worried, to be honest. And I felt bad about feeling bad, which is just dumb because we have feelings on purpose, but I got past that. And so I just said, like many things, I just need to get a good night's sleep. Let me get a good night's sleep and I will have a different perspective in the morning. So I was exhausted. The kickoff of the huge challenge is exhausting. Okay. So Next morning, I wake up to message after message after message from my right fit client telling me how much gratitude they had for the way I had served that woman, telling me how they were proud to be part of an organization that is clearly for people just like them, but loves on people when it's not. They were so proud to see how they could lovingly pivot towards their right target market without leaving other people behind, with serving the people they were meant to serve. I had people messaging me who were in the challenge who weren't, I don't know, who weren't my clients asking to find out about our coaching. I had focused on service above self, service above sales, and that's exactly what we need to do. On my that morning staff meeting, each one of my team members shared how proud they were to work for the company because how we serve the market. Like my fear was wasted energy and time and my worry and because what we need to do every day of our lives is serve first because selling becomes really easy. And even if we look at the offer, if we look at our pricing, if we look at the offer, if we look at what we sell, as another way to serve, it takes every fear away because now we know we're focusing on our market we're not fo and we're focusing on our mission, we're not focusing on ourselves.
And that was just day one, right? So here we start from the moment of knowing we shouldn't be the $7 lobster. We need to serve our market. I am only going to serve people who see value in the lobster are willing and able to pay the $47. I will absolutely love on all others, but the focus of my work needs to focus on my market. And those are my people. So that was day one. Day two, we focused on the audience and um, how we were going to serve them well and focusing on our target market. And it's really amazing because with Facebook's ad changes, you can still um, target very succinctly and there's a great app and I told them about the app and I'm gonna tell you about it right now there's a great app called interest explorer.io and it is a research tool that you can use to find out um, the Facebook care advertising characteristics that are available to you right now and they're all hidden behind little uh, levers and folders and all the things, but when you search for your target market on interestexplorer.io, you are able to find that list. So we had them all find their list of their right fit target market. And then Wednesday, we kicked off the 10X Your Followers campaign. Um, so they got to start growing their Facebook following, which many of you who are in here are in this challenge right now. And I'd love for you to share in the chat how many um, new followers you have which increases your audience, which can increase your impact. And if any of you want to join us in that, you can just click the link at the top of the page and you can join us in this challenge. And I see Annette just joined us and Christine just joined us and Linnell and Scarlett and Tony and Jeffrey. It's awesome. Okay, so jump on in, which is really good. And then, um, so we started that and we're our, um, those that are in the challenge are getting new followers for like um, two cents a piece, right? And then we are, yesterday we talked about how you turn your followers into clients. And so I'm gonna walk you through that phase. Um, the, you, we can do be two different versions of ourselves on social, which are very much similar to my dating life when I was in South Florida. I lived in Palm Beach and I was single and I would go on, on lots of dates. And I would usually go out with somebody who is really pretty because the boys were quite pretty there. And he would really love himself. And he would spend all night talking about himself. And if he ever asked me a question, it would be, why did you go out with me? Which is really another question all about him, right? So there's that. And then next guy would be the mama putting pressure to get me married with um so i need to get really serious really soon and on the first date ask you how many kids do you want to have and um are you looking to get married and you know what is are you willing to give up your career like that would happen on the first on the first on the first date because the guy wanted to get serious really soon but that's how we are on social right we're either making it all about the sale all about us or where the third guy would go out with sometimes that I was super attracted to, but he never made a move. We're on like the fifth date and the guy hasn't even held my hand yet. Maybe we're that one. We just give lots of value and we never make the offer. The right way to go about it is a formula I call mom as in magnet. You attract them to you with the right fit message. Oh, opt in. 
You get give them in a compelling reason to give you their contact information. And the final M is monetize. You make them an offer. So a really simple mom model that we went over yesterday was you focus your right fit message on giving them a free course as the first step. Because in our minds, we see course as a valuable thing and it makes it more likely for people to give you their contact information. So you do course as step one, and then on the thank you page, you get them to book a call with you. They book a call with you. And then on the call, you have them, um, you offer them either a course, coaching, consulting services, the product that you sell, whatever it might be, but it's a simple client generation machine. We call it the client cash machine. And what's great about it is when you offer a course, it positions you as the authority and expert. It attracts somebody who's saying, I'm willing to solve this problem by putting some work in because there's someone who says they'll take a course. And it's somebody who's telling you that they are willing and able to consume content in a course format, which is super helpful if you're someone who's going to sell people something in that format. So it's the right fit client at the right fit time. And there's a super high conversion. So we went over that yesterday. And then today, we're going to be going over how to scale. And this is my passion um, to dispel the Gary Vaynerchuk hustle and grind 24-7 loud front screams from the rooftops messaging that I believe destroys health and families because we're not meant to work 24-7. We are meant to have an impact, but we can if we do it differently than other people do it, we can get a huge impact and a lot of revenue, but not work 24-7. But we can't do it like everybody else does it. We can't think working longer hours, working harder is the way to do it. It's about finding impactful, high results strategies that can scale, which to me means getting out of growing your business with one-on-ones and instead finding scalable models that you can do. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, how you scale from a perspective of right fit client to um to being able to grow. And that's what I needed to do is I had to take the services we were doing for one-on-one clients and bring it into a group setting. So my whole business, we have, our business will do, um, is projected at 3.7 million this year. You're also fine with me. I'm very transparent with everything I share. 3.7 million. We have only four offerings. I have one course, one group coaching program, one mastermind, one elite level for my mastermind. That's it. Four things that we offer. We do 3.7 million and I am present and able to be there to get my daughter off the bus every day, every day. Now, if I'm traveling for work, obviously I can't do that. I'm not flying back to take her off the bus. We're not, we're not doing that craziness, but I do not work at 2:45. I go outside and get my daughter. I take my puppy with me. She gets a nice little puppy break and we go out and get her. I'm present for my kids at their softball games. I, I'm there for those moments where they want to connect with their parents. And that's something that I could not have done. I could not have done if I continued on the path which I was on before. When, when Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank is your client, when you're working with all of the Shark Tank investments, when you're working with Dan Kennedy, you know, one of the godfathers of direct response marketing, when you're working with top chef, restaurant tours to open up their restaurants on Clematis Street in Palm Beach. If, when you're 
when you're doing all those things, it would be really easy to continue to justify that path and that life, that this is what I was meant to do because of the work that I was doing and the level of success that I had reached. But absolutely not. At that time, I didn't sleep. I didn't see my kids. I was miserable. I was, I would actually fantasize about getting hurt by a car. So I would have rest time in a hospital. That is insane, y'all. And if any of you have ever thought that, if I could just get sick for a few days, I could actually get some rest. There's time to look at your life and make a change. There's time to look at your life and make a change. There's a way for you to make an incredible impact in this world, not by doing it, everybody else is doing it, but instead by doing things differently. I started from nothing. I started from nothing and then I went backwards. I had the bankruptcy 20 years ago that we declared for my own personal self as I was getting my first divorce. Like I've been there. There was no perfection um, glow around my head that has followed me and this is why it worked out. I just had to find a way to do it differently than other people do it. So I love I love everyone in here. I encourage you to participate in this challenge. I would love to see you there. We're going to quickly grow your audience. We're going to reach more people and we're going to serve you in a meaningful way that we can um, give you the impact that you were meant to have in the world so that you no longer need to be the $7 lobster, nor should you, nor should you. No one's going to buy the $7 lobster, y'all. When you go into Dollar Tree and you see that they have steak on sale, are you like, mm, let me go get some of that? No, no, you're not. You're like, oh, no, no, thank you. And so we don't want to be the Dollar Tree steak. And we don't want to be the $7 lobster. We want to be the coveted, high value, high value um, person and offering that we are. And this comes from this ancient book of wisdom that I read daily. From Romans, it says, now to the one who works, his wages are not counted as gifts, but his due. You have value and you deserve to be paid for it. All right, I have three minutes left in this room, and I would love, love, love any shares, takeaways, questions that we can do for the last few minutes. So just unmute your mic and share. Kim, this is so good, by the way. I'm glad um, you like it. This is your neighbor, Tom, here. And my beautiful bride's name is Kim, by the way. And this is so powerful. And it's it's only taken me about 30 years to really get what you're saying, to be honest. And as a coach and making millions of dollars as a coach for so many years and building in different building and scale businesses, I still grew those businesses kind of limping because I would always try to save the wounded warriors and keep my prices low. And I just realized that my first year that we made a million dollars. In, in coaching sales, my wife and I were working ourselves so ragged because we were doing whatever it took to sell our $200 products and our $300 products and our $400 coaching systems. And it was, it was great because it was worth a lot more, but we had, we had to get so, we had to work so much extra hard to do so many more Facebook ads that we were sometimes barely breaking even on. And even though we made a million dollars, we still we obviously didn't profit a million dollars. So yes, we finally broken that poverty lid. I think it's a poverty lid. And now we are pretty relentless on making the product worth 10 times more, but definitely creating the value there. So we have, you know, we're able to, to serve more and do bigger things and be able to scale a business more. And, and so I just love what you're saying. Appreciate it so much. I love that. Right. And we feel like we're serving, but if we actually examine it, if we examine it from perspective of 
if I charge more, what could I do to support the market I really want to serve? Right? Like, wouldn't it be better if I didn't even charge anything to the people I'm trying to charge little to? Let me charge the people who could afford it. And then let me just give it away to other people. That would be better than building our whole business based on giving it, pricing it at a model that people could at a market that it can't support your business. I just love that. All right. One more quick share. Hey there, Cam. This is Tina loving exactly what you're saying. And I realized once I leveled up my prices that the quality of the clients and the quality of my work ethics and everything raised as well. And I think it was that mindset of like, oh, I don't wanna you know, charge too much or thinking they can't afford it. So I totally agree with everything you're saying, loving your 10X followers. And that's all I wanted to share. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.